Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Bermanology on LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham, joined today by Evan Pryor, one of the country's top five ranked 2021 running back prospects from Cornelius, North Carolina. Where is Cornelius in the big picture of North Carolina? Uh, it's right above North Charlotte. Okay. So you're a guy from the Charlotte area, another running back from Ohio State, or that Ohio State has interest in from Charlotte, who recently visited was Will Shipley. I know you guys have an interesting relationship, and I want to, we'll, we'll come back to that here shortly. But um, in the meantime, Evan, you just got home from your second visit to Ohio State. This <clears throat> is the first time you've been on campus for a game with the Buckeyes. What did you see in Columbus this weekend on your visit um, that was different than your previous trip? What was that? Uh, what's the value of that visit? And what, you know, what do you gain from seeing a game day experience as opposed to a summertime visit like the one you had uh, a few months ago? Um, yeah, with the game day visit, you know, you, you get to see all the fan base, um, all 105,000 people. I think they said showed up. Um, it's a different atmosphere when all the people show up. So I think it gives me a different perspective on um, how the town feels about the football team and uh, stuff like that. So I think, uh, if anything, it helped. Obviously, I mean, you, you grow up in North Carolina. You can grow up in Montana. You can grow up anywhere. And you know that Ohio State is a is a major college football power. But what is the, you know, is that eye-opening to walk into a city like that and see – that sort of affection and loyalty because you know i know that there's a lot of college towns out there but was it different seeing it on such a large scale um yeah it was definitely different you know um you know for me especially because i'd never seen it like that so seeing it like that was um was huge it had a great impression on me what type of opportunity did you have to sit down and talk with tony alford with ryan day i know these weekend trips and Ryan Day tried to allude to it uh, earlier in the week that it may not be a visit where a lot of guys get, you know, FaceTime with coaches. Was that something you were able to work out? And, you know, how did that go? I, and how is that affecting the relationship or, or you know, building on the relationship you have with Tony Alford? Uh, yeah, I wasn't able to talk with uh, Coach Day. I think he was he was getting around some other stuff or whatever. But um, this morning before I left, I got a chance to talk with Coach Alford for about an hour and a half. Um <clears throat> He just let me know, you know, it was important for us, you know, keep building a relationship. Um, that's why he had me come this morning. We just talked about, you know, football, everything that happened yesterday, my season, stuff like that. When you watch the Buckeyes in person, I, I assume you've seen them on TV a few times, but when you watch them in person and you see the the way that they're utilizing the running back uh, in the passing game and in the regular, you know, flow of the offense, is that something that you see as a – you know, a, a fit for you or are you looking for something do you think a little different? Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, something I can um, visualize myself doing because I, I classify myself as a all-purpose back someone you can split out wide or even hand the ball to pick up blitzes. So um, when you see JK not only getting 20 plus carries here, but he's also getting uh, eight or so receptions here and there as well. It's just it's something I could definitely see myself doing. For a player like yourself, I mean, you're from North Carolina. We talked about you've been to Clemson, you've been to Georgia, you've been to Penn State. Your sister goes to Penn State. How do you start to separate the the cream of the crop from one another? I mean, you're going to be looking at you know a handful of the best programs in the country when it comes down to your final decision. Is there anything that you saw on Saturday and Sunday at Ohio State that you know requires more questions to be asked, or or how does how do they stack up with everything they've shown you so far? Um, uh, I'd say they have they haven't lied to me this far. Um, Coach Alfred tells me um 
how they how they plan to use their backs and, and what they do with their offense. And every time I've taken a look, whether that be at home or, or me yesterday at the game, they've done that. So, um, yeah, he's definitely what he do, what he's doing with his backs is, is great. How much conversation is there between you and Tony Alford? I mean, I, I know that people have this question all the time. They're like, they they read on websites like ours, lettermonroe.com, or you know any of our competitors, and they they see running back Evan Pryor says he talks to Tony Alford all the time, right? Like, what does that mean in the big picture? How, what is really all the time? Uh, so just sitting at home on like a Wednesday night, and you get a get a uh, text from Coach Alford talking about. Uh, call me or whatever and we just sit there and talk about you know maybe what i did on monday tuesday or how they practice went or whatever just talking about everything so just just um keeping the relationship tight and not only talking about football are is it better to not talk about football in that situation or do you get a better sense for someone who someone really is or you know would you rather keep focused on on the football and, and that kind of stuff until you're closer to a decision Nah, yeah i think it's more important to talk about uh, things outside of football because you know everything's always football so you know really getting to know someone and, and finding out about about their real life is I think is a big part of knowing who they really are so so that's that's why we always try to uh, keep that in the conversation one of the challenges about recruiting especially for you know a player like yourself at a position that has successful position coaches like Tony Alford like Del McGee down in Georgia um, you know there's this conversation I guess that eventually those coaches may be up for jobs elsewhere. How do you balance the the relationship between a school uh, in general and then the relationship that you have with the specific coach at a place like Ohio State or Georgia? Because, you know, you still have a year and a half or a year, I guess, now until you sign a letter of intent. How does how does the conversation about coaches and potentially leaving for other jobs? I mean, is that way into what you think or how, how does, how do you balance that? I guess. Um, so yeah, definitely. You know, when you hear it here and there, it kind of, kind of mess with your brain a little bit, but um, as long as you're, you're, uh, you know, building that relationship with that coach, I don't think it matters that much, even though if, uh, even if they may uh, go to a, go to a different college or whatever, you know, they could offer you at that college because I feel like relationship is everything. You know, um, you hear different different things about them leaving and stuff. You can go to that college as well, or even if your relationship is strong with the whole college in general. You know, even that coach leaving may not have a big effect on you. You still be able to um, go to that college and make an impact. So, it's it's really how uh, you can balance this out either way. But but uh, yeah, it has a negative and positive effect. Does it is it hard to to be you know people always say it they're like well you're supposed to go to the school not for a coach but you know the reality is you're talking to one person most of the time and yeah. how, how do you find a way to to learn about the school in general um, while building a relationship on the other hand with just basically one person I mean is there is that something that you have to do or is that something that your family helps you with or how do you find that uh, yeah so um, building a relationship with the school I think. That's something I do here and there, but, you know, I talk to a lot of the players there, you know, they say probably about 95% of the time, you know, when you go on visits, they show you all these different type of people, but the person you see on, you know, the most regular basis, the person you always talk to is that position coach. So I feel like that's most important, um, getting close and probably, you know, the head coach as well, but more importantly, the position coach. During this visit to Ohio State, did you get an opportunity to sit down and talk to someone like J.K. Dobbins? I, I assume as a as a five foot ten running back, you may have – you may look at him and be like, whoa, I could be that guy. Like, I mean, did you have an opportunity to meet with JK? Uh, yeah, I shook his hand, said what's up, but um, wasn't a lot of conversation. It was in the locker room after the game, so y'all yeah, let him get changed, stuff like that. A little so, celebrating uh, there. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How important for a player who's considering two <clears throat> schools that are playing against each other? How important is the outcome of a game, or is there something else in the big picture of that game that's more important to watch? Um, I wouldn't really say big picture, but you know, you're definitely looking at both sides, you know, and how they're using your position. So, um, I'm definitely looking at Ohio State and definitely looking at Penn State, but but you know, the evaluating never stops. Just like for them, uh, when they're off the field, evaluating never stops. So, so it was good seeing both those teams play. I mentioned earlier you have a, a unique relationship with Will Shipley. Can you give a little background on how you and Will know each other and how much discussion has there been with you and Will about potentially teaming up together at the next level? Oh, yeah. I've known Will for a long time. So um, we obviously played together back in Little League, and um, we do, do a lot of these camps here and there together and stuff like that. We travel, we see each other at different colleges and stuff like that. So, um yeah, the, com- the conversation has uh, popped up before, but um, we said if it's the right situation, and if we both like it, you know, if, if he ends up liking Ohio State, I'm like, hey, I like and, uh, like Ohio State. And um, it's not something that'd be turned down or whatever just because we're two running backs. You know, we're, we both consider ourselves both uh, versatile backs who can also not just be in the backfield, but can split out as well. So um, it's whatever. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Do you guys – compare notes i mean obviously will was just at ohio state a few weeks ago for his first game day visit you're there for your first game day visit is does the the interconnectivity of the recruiting world and the internet and you know for for everyone but then obviously narrow it down to guys like you who know each other personally how much benefit is there for you to have the ability to just sit down and say hey they told me this this is are you hearing the same thing I mean, is it good for you to know if somebody's, you know, being sold a, a load of crap or like, how do you balance that out? I mean, how do you find out like what's real and what's not in that situation? Yeah, well, that's uh, that's a part of finding out what's real and what's not, you know, because um, if you hear two different things, somebody's being lied to. So um, that's when things get down to, to um, you know, who's telling the truth or not. But but us knowing each other and. And talking to each other after visits and stuff like that. Like when he went down for the Wisconsin game, uh, he came back texting. I was like, "Hey, it's a great atmosphere. You should uh, go up soon. Um, they're a really good football team and stuff like that." So, um, yeah, us knowing each other and talking to each other, yeah, it definitely helps. Where Where are you at in your relationship with your recruitment right now? And I say that because I, I mean, I, I this is every day for you guys. It's you wake up, you're being recruited. You go to bed, you're being recruited. Are you tired of it? Are you looking for this to be over? Or is this still getting, are you still excited by, you know, the opportunities that are happening, the constant phone calls, text messages, et cetera? Where are you in this? And, and how, how do you see this recruitment eventually <coughs> narrowing down or ending? Uh, yeah, there's no uh, really getting tired of it, you know, because as a kid, it's something you wish for, you know, and, and thankful for being a God and blessing you with all these opportunities and having all these offers. So it's, it's nothing I take for granted or whatever, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, but I'm also going to, um, try and be committed by, I think June is my deadline. I want to be committed by then. So I'm going to start, um, even though I released the top 10, I'm going to start, uh, you know, kind of cutting it down a little bit more and getting a serious amount of schools, um, within, uh, I'm not going to release a list or anything, but just within me and my family members and just, um, seek out those schools and try to find a college. Try to knock down all five official visits in the spring? Or are you looking to have that, you know, a, a lot of schools do their big final June recruiting weekend in, in in that month? So is it something like, 
you know, I want to have it set up to be done by the time you go potentially to the opening or an event like that? Or is it like I'm looking forward to an event like that so that I can have a big, you know, reveal day or, you know, it, what dream scenario? How does this play out for you? Do you send out a tweet? Do you have a, a pet pig or something that you put a dress on? How does this how does this work? Yeah, no, but so dream scenario is uh, I'm at the uh, Adidas All-American game and I get to choose there. But um, um, starting the spring when I take officials, it's kind of open rain. You know, if I feel like it's the right moment and I'm at a school and I'm saying, hey, this is home, that's when I'm going to do it. So, but um, but if by that time and uh, or if it's closer to that time and I find a school and I'm in the All-American game, I'm going to try to do it there. But um, but definitely whenever I get that time and that feeling that uh, that, that place is home, it's when I'm going to do it. Were there any of the Ohio State commitments in the class of 2020 or the class of 2021 that you hung out with this weekend? What was their message to you? How do they how do they recruit you? I mean, is, is it something where people are backing off or are they, um, you know, kind of being aggressive? Uh, yeah, I was with uh, Jacoby Cowan. Um, he's a 2020 commit. He's from Charlotte. Um, you know, his message is just, you know, not only that uh, he's saying they're the best team in the, uh, in the nation, but also, he's saying, you know, it's not a four-year decision. It's a 40-year decision. And Ohio State is, is great for that. You know, it's a meaningful degree. And you see all these people from all around the world on ESPN, stuff like that, you know, who went to Ohio State and got a great education. Or people in the NFL who played four or three years at, uh, at Ohio State. So, um, he said it's a lifelong decision. And you're tied in with a whole bunch of people. And he just said it's a great overall overall decision. And he wants me to be a part of that. Who made the visit with you? Uh, just me and Pops. Me and my dad. Was that his first time on campus? Uh, no, he came down he, this, he for uh, this summer as well. Yeah. What was his impression? I guess. I mean, I, I just saw him walk in the background. I don't. I don't want to have you necessarily speak for him. But what you know is there a discussion on the way home of saying, okay, they did this and this. This was surprising, or we didn't expect this, or you know, what is the the main takeaway from this trip, and um, what's the plan for getting back? Um. So. Yeah, we definitely talked about JK's 33 carries. You know, he was saying, um, you know, he liked how they, they lean on their backs like that. And, you know, even Master T got in there some, um, how they lean on their backs and, and depend on their backs like that. Uh, that's something I definitely look at as well, me being a running back. So um, we think it's we think it's, uh, it's a great situation for, for a running back. Is it safe to say Ohio State's going to be on the receiving end of one of those official visits, or is there a plan to get back to Columbus before then? Yeah, no, so I'll be down in March. And then um, Coach Alpha said um, down in March we'll start figuring out uh, official dates and stuff like that because I think April 15th is the date um, we can start taking officials. So I think that's um, the weekend yeah. of the Ohio State spring game as well So for next year. So, uh, listen, Evan, I don't want to take up too much of <clears throat> your time. It's a Sunday afternoon. You've been in the car all day, and I know that you're probably ready to unwind and uh, put the – Weekend behind you and, and chill out. So I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you taking this time to join Bermanology on Letterman Row. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That is Evan Pryor. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you folks Thank next you. time. Thank you.